Welcome back to the Hot Take Sports Podcast, episode 46. How you doing, Matt? I'm just living the dream on that MLB The Show grind lately, you know? With you. Brady, how are you doing? I still hate you, but I'm okay. No, you hate me, what's new? <laughs> How's being treated? I mean, I passed an Air Force test, so that's good. My score hey, man. sucks, but you know, we passing hey, is passing. These get degrees. Yeah, but they don't get you the job you want is the problem. So we're we're gonna have to figure that one out, but we'll we'll figure it out. Hi man. It is what it is. Let's get started with the uh quick wrap up of March Madness. I just want you guys' opinions on the championship game. I honestly didn't think it was a good game. I thought it was kind of crappy. Yeah. I was not entertained by the championship game. A lot of people liked it. We had that big uh, group chat that we have. Well, what was that for? Was that for fantasy, fantasy football? football? Yep. Yeah, originally, I guess. I They all said that it, they really liked this game. I did not. Yeah, I wasn't a big, big fan of it. Matt, uh, I, I'm with you on that point just because if you have a 15-point lead in the championship game, you shouldn't blow that. Yeah, it was it was blown leads. It was injury riddled. It's it just it looked like neither team really wanted to win. I feel like the yeah. story of every championship is a blown lead. Not by fifteen though. Yeah, but like, but that's just like like a generally blown lead. Like I'm, I'm. Well, yeah, I, there there has to there's always going to be a blown lead. It's a crap. It's a really crappy championship game if one team just dominates the whole time. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, uh, but this wasn't like a back and forth. It was like one team dominated for a little bit, and then the other team came back and then just ran away with it. It's like one half that team dominated, the other half that. It was just, it wasn't a good game. Yeah, I agree. If it was back and forth, like a good game, it would have been fine. But, as you all know, the uh, hot take sports bracket did not turn out well, so we're not even going to go into that. Yeah, the no. champion was out day one, so, oh. or day two, whatever, first round. First round, yeah. Their hot streak came to an abrupt end, to say the yep. least. Yeah, yeah. But St. Peter's got hot at the right time. Yeah, but they're losing their best player, so it doesn't matter. They're, they're losing their three best players. They had three, the- they're and their coach. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. To give it a little perspective for those who might not know, their coach took a job at Seton Hall, and he played at Seton Hall. Like, that's his alma mater. So, I don't blame him for leaving, but then no. their three best players all entered the transfer portal, like, less than a week after that. So. Yeah. The man, the myth, the mustache, baby. Yep. Doug. I also like to shout out Coach K. He had a good career. Absolutely. We'll never see him again, especially in the NBA. I don't know about that. I feel, I feel like he'll show up and do a game or something. I meant, well, I meant coaching, but... <laughs> but you, well, all I heard was, we're never going to see him again. And then he cut out. I was like, well, that's just not true. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> not yet. Yes. All right. Well, he's Dang like 80, man. isn't he? Oh, is he that old? He doesn't... I don't, I can... I don't know. Come on, come on, come on. Something. He's not in his sixties. 
know. Someone look it up. He is seventy-five. Oh, I was just about to say that. That checks out. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. He's younger than Jim Beheim. Man, <laughs> nobody asked about that. Uh, I was hoping to see Coach K win it in his last year. Since they had gotten that far, I usually have not wanted to cheer for Duke because I don't like seeing the same teams win all the time. But, uh, but if Coach K won, would he thought it was rigged? No. It would have looked rigged for sure. Oh, it would have looked it, but it would have been. Yeah. But not too much to say about March Madness. I think we can move straight into the NBA, which – the season wrapped up, and the play-in wraps up tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Um, what, the Cavs play the Hawks because yep. they lost to the Nets, and the Hawks beat the Hornets. And then the Clippers play against the Pelicans because they beat the Spurs. And the Wolves make the playoffs. How do you feel, Matt? I We've already exceeded my expectations for the season mm-hmm. by a long shot, so this is all just icing on the cake. Um, I have – yeah, I have um, no yeah. expectations for us in the playoffs, but I definitely prefer the uh, John Moran and the Grizzlies matchup over the uh, Chris Paul and the Suns. So you Wait, got crapped on me last year for saying I think the Caps can make the playing game and look where they are. Well, that was also pre-marketing. Oh, don't act like Markinen turns the tables, all right? <laughs> no. Please. I mean, I mean, he gave them a third seven-footer, so, I mean, that, that's not, it's not like it hurt them to pick up Markinen. There's also, he also has no right to be playing small forward because he shouldn't be able to keep up with any of them. I was going to say, he's too slow. That's also true. Like, he improved his defense, though. I mean, shout out to him, I guess, but. He's getting better, but, like, Obviously, well, I guess this isn't even really fair to say because, like, not many people can guard Kevin Durant effectively. But like, he he just couldn't keep up with him. He did a he still did a he pretty had, okay job at it though. Straight possessions that he forced turnovers though. Really? Yeah. Maybe I was just like zoning out because it seemed like every time KD touched the ball and he was out there, he was just cooking him every time. Yeah, it was either end of the third quarter or beginning of the fourth was on him. They had just taken Karis LeVert out, and they were. it was all like KD would give up two of them where KD gave up the ball and as he like, it was like a dribble handoff kind of thing where he would hand the ball off to the next guy and would use them as kind of like a screen, and they would try to make a bounce pass like underneath Markinen, and he was just running with his arms stretched out and he just tipped the passes away. Mm-hmm. But he got, I mean, he got the job done, so I think we would have beat Brooklyn if we had Jared Allen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's like, definitely a good it, chance. It was like an eight-point game with an, with as many rebounds and points as he would have had. That would have turned that would have turned the course of that entire game. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem was it wasn't a big who was beating you guys. It was Bruce well, no, Kyrie Irving I mean, literally couldn't miss. Yeah, Kyrie Irving hey. went perfect in the first half. New York Bruce Brown was Screw. the MVP of that game. So Screw New York for lifting them vaccine mandate. I mean, it was only a matter of time. Pretty much everyone has lifted theirs, so. Screw them. Bro, it was really just salty that Kyrie actually got to play for once. I mean, wouldn't you be salty if he freaking cooked your team like he cooked us the other day? Yes. Yes, you would. I mean, I mean, 
I'd get salty when my team blows twenty point leads. You know, you get uh, salty six times. Six times team is gonna get cooked in the first round, anyways. So I was gonna say, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get cooked with even without even without Luca playing. But it's really funny that you said that, Max. I was going to jokingly say say uh, Jazz T Wolves uh, Western Conference Finals. <laughs> if that happens, neither of our teams are making it out of the first round, in my opinion. So yeah, I guess your team definitely has a chance if they're not going to Luca, but. If we can actually win the first two games, we might have a shot. But That's true. We like to blow leads. I still can't figure out why the 20. Mavericks played him in the last game. That's stupid, yeah. It, it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It yeah. was just dumb. They were asking to get him hurt. I mean, yeah. They're, they're just scared, apparently. I don't know why they were scared. They were going to play Utah whether they were the four or the five. Yeah, it literally would have just changed home court advantage for one game. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the Cavs, we'll give a little injury report on both teams. We're talking about the Cavs, but okay. <laughs> I mean, we were, and then we kind of got away from them a little bit. Yeah. We're just kind of bouncing around. Um, yeah. Jared Allen is 50-50. He's going to try to play, I've heard. He's but, listed as questionable as a yep. But he can't palm a ball right now. Uh, that's what I've heard today. Because the ligament in his finger is still pretty bad. Um, John Collins is out for the Hawks. Um, He's been out for a while, though. Yeah, but he's out. Lou Will... Is out. Who's also been out for a while and hasn't and, been playing. Uh, Gallinari is questionable. Let's do it this way. With Trey Young's Trey going to cook the Cavs and it won't even matter. Mm, uh, I Brady, I don't know. I think I, the Cavs definitely are the team to beat tomorrow. Like, uh, Las Vegas has us on... Um, Underdogs by one really five. Yes. I mean without without Jared Allen, you guys are a lot easier to beat. One and a half. Oh, I'm slamming the Cavs there then. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Run me my check. The problem with the game isn't gonna be based on Trey Young or no. Darius Garland. The game is going to be based on whose role players actually show up. And if I had a guess, the Cavs have Kevin Love and Shetty Osman. If Shetty Osman is playing well, the Cavs will win. Okay, but you know who I'm taking over Shetty Osman and Kevin Love every Jump single up. day of the week? Two. DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella. <laughs> this is true. What about John Collins? Wait. He's not playing. He's not playing. No, I just said that. Oh, well, that went over my head. Anyway. He's been out for a while because he has like three or four different nagging injuries that he just – they will not heal up. Huh. Yeah. I must be really out of touch – a lot more out of touch with basketball than I thought I was. Anyway. I That's guess okay. That he, he said Capella off the bench, and I was like, Capella's off the bench? Who <laughs> said Capella off the bench? You did. Can we were talking like- about – you were talking about Osman and Kevin Love. We were talking about role players, Brady. Oh, we didn't sorry. say bench players. My apologies. Classic Brady pulling a Clayton. 
freaking ridiculous. What? Classic <laughs> Brady pull. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> yep. Wait, how, how much is, does Nikhil Okongwu play? Because he can actually play a pretty decent role tomorrow. Um, I mean, he's their backup center. Plays a little bit. Yeah. He's it, it, solid, but I mean, no, he's... bro. But see, it really comes down to role play. Um, Cavs bro. are defensive organized, and they'll probably have Isaac Okoro. On Trey Young, if I had to guess, you said it right. I'm proud of you. You're welcome, bro. Two O's. T- Timothy will low out row is about to drop 45 tomorrow. He doesn't even play unless it's garbage minutes. <laughs> he expected him to start here towards the end. Predicting that some random guy that nobody cares about or has ever heard of is going to go off. He started. Uh, no, I've, I mean we've heard of him. He started. He started some games recently. Well, yeah, yeah, everybody started games recently because they knew they couldn't move up or down in these spots. Yeah. I was going to say, well, there's a seven-game stretch where he started six of them, so. Congrats. Clayton. Luau Cabrera was one of the really good young players for the Nets when they needed role players. He's really only – I feel like he's way older than 26. I don't know why. I thought he was younger, to be honest. I just feel like I've heard that name forever. Wait, bro, they have Milan, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm taking the Hawks, baby. Well, you're wrong, Brady, but that's yeah. okay. Anyway. Well, you always think I'm wrong, except for when you admitted <laughs> I was right earlier. For you guys, who's the biggest X, X factor in tomorrow's game other than Daly, Scarlin, and Trey Young? Darius. Yeah, Hunter. First and foremost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I, I can ride with DeAndre Hunter there. I was going to say either DeAndre Hunter or Clint Capella. Like, that's what I was thinking. It, it's one of those two for sure. It's not Kevin Love. That's what matters. <laughs> no. No, if anything, if or I guess if any one, it would be Evan Mobley. Yeah, Cavs, that'd be a good one. Of the Cavs, honestly, I would say Karis LeVert. Like, yeah, that's a good pick, too. Yeah, yeah I can I see both of those. I kind of wonder if Karis LeVert is going to get the Trey Young assignment. I, I uh, can see that. Yeah, because he had the Kevin Durant assignment, so they must they obviously trust him on defense. Yeah, I could and see either no forwards that they need to guard. So, well, but did Okoro guard Kyrie? Rondo did. Yeah, Rondo did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'll it'll probably be Levert then. I was gonna say because or it'll be Rondo. I mean, if he's starting, it could be. The I'll the say. thing that the Hornets did is the Hornets threw a lot of different looks at Trey Young. Like they they had like a two minute stretch where they were playing a one three one. I was like, huh? One three one in the NBA. Like, um, I mean, anything to to try to screw over Trey Young. Exactly, and he started the game like zero for nine. I yeah. mean, he was off his game. What? Like DeAndre Hunter was on. Clint Capella was on. Yeah. Just the right guys were on. Yeah. And the Hornets came out and played like it didn't matter. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you guys see that the Hornets had to walk to their game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had to walk like a mile or something like that. So, I I think it's kind of funny. Come on. It is funny. No, dude. Like, they said that the stadium was sold out. It's like it was empty because traffic was so messed up in Atlanta that just nobody could get to the stadium. 
That's yeah, tough, bro. It was bro. hilarious. Wow. Buy those tickets and you can't even get in the building. Yeah, so every time they came back from commercial, it was a little bit fuller and a little bit fuller. It was great. Yeah. Finally get inside. Here's here's final buzzer. Guys, dang it. I don't I don't know about that far, but turns back around. Well <laughs> But yeah. Um what else do we have to talk about? We talked about we kinda of talked about the East games. The West games, I mean, CJ McCollum just went off. Him and Brandon Ingram just went back and forth just destroying the Spurs. Yep. CJ is I, I like CJ in this new role. I do. It's nasty. Yeah. That's also true. Supposedly Zion might be back. I did I did I, see a tweet and a video of I Zion thought. doing a three sixty dunk. That's what I was gonna bring up. I was like, this man can walk since when? <laughs> He's not playing. Do you guys see Ben Simmons might might actually play in the first round, depending on how far the series gets? Also not playing. Yep. They they were like, hey, he might be back in you know game four or five or six. I was like, just say he's not going to play, and then when he does, it'll be a surprise. Yeah. It's not even worth looking into either one of those guys. It would be. I I agree. But yeah, and honestly, and it's not. I'm not trying to be biased. I truly believe that the Clippers Wolves game was the best playing game. Yeah, they're they're not even biased. I mean, you, but I I wouldn't. I wouldn't best game. Yell at you for being biased for that one. I will say, Pat Bev did what Pat Bev does. Made the playoffs, man. I got fined a butt ton of money. <laughs> a a butt ton? You think thirty grand is a butt ton to him? No, but <laughs> butt ton to me, not to him. But it is, it is pocket to me. change for him. Yeah, and plus the couch. He wasn't even the one who started that fight. It wasn't really a fight. It, was, it he wasn't, wasn't the one the... who started it. I wasn't even a fight, was it? No, it wasn't. There's only reason it was a fight. It wasn't. It was for vulgar language after the game. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. I will say, Pat Bev was a hero for college students everywhere because Anthony Edwards was talking like, yeah, we just got to focus up on the next game, you know, yada, 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 the classic good guy response. And Pat Bev just shows up and opens a beer during the press conference. <laughs> I thought I thought it was funny. Like, it was. Well, that's why it was like, the, the funny part was D'Angelo Russell was the first person to have like an encore interview. And he was like, this is just – we were going to come in here and win with the home stadium, with all the fans, blah, blah, blah. We just got to, you know, focus up and get ready for the next game. And then you, they, they, like, panned the camera around, and the entire team's just going nuts like they won the championship. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just another game for us, and everybody's just going absolutely nuts. <laughs> That's like, great. Well, <laughs> maybe yeah. for you with the playoff experience. But, yeah. Like. But yeah, I watching that game made me so mad because every time Carl Anthony Towns was on the floor, you knew we were screwed. Like it was so obvious. Ask Isaac. We were sitting there watching the game. Ant scored the first seven points for us, and I was like, "Let that dude eat. Let him have the ball." And they just would not, and they you, just wouldn't give him the ball all night long. And then finally, in the fourth quarter, they gave it to him, and he just went crazy again. I'm like, "Give that boy the ball." Trust him. The only reason we won that game is because Carl Anthony Towns fouled out. Huh. 
I mean, literally the only reason. Yeah, I, I believe you. Yeah. It was wild. Isaac. Yep. What? I just realized, like, yeah, you, you say you talked. I think it was last week. Was it last episode or earlier in this one? That tomorrow's like the biggest, biggest day in Cleveland sports since 2016. Yeah. Those games start less than a half hour apart. Yeah, I know. Down the traffic down. is going to be wonderful. Oh yeah, I downtown. There's going to be no parking left. It's yeah. all going to be super expensive. Time trying to do that tomorrow. Your dad should park at like 2 p.m. and then just that's just tailgate. I'm sure that's probably close to what their plan is. Uh, yeah, they might as well. It's gonna be up there for a while. Plan is going to be absolutely crazy. It might be crazier than when they held the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because teams are actually playing. Teams are playing. The Guardians are off to a great start. Just to say, yeah, the Guardians look good. It's the home and opener, right? At, yeah, it's the yeah. home opener. And the Cavs have a chance to make the playoffs without LeBron. It's going to be packed. And we will be at home, so. <laughs> no, I'll still be at BG. No. Well, okay. You They're dollars plus for both of them. So, I assume we're, that's pretty much it for the playoffs. I don't know if you guys want to make predictions or anything. Are you, I would say, if, if everybody's going to make predictions, I'm like predictions. If not, or nah, we're just I'm good. I just I I didn't I don't really care about like playoff predictions. I mean, you can who I, I let's just go with the end result. Who do you guys think wins it all this year? Suns. I think the Bucks repeat. I can see that. I can see both of those. I want the Suns to win. Nah, screw Chris Paul. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um. I mean. Obviously, I want. Obviously, I want Utah to win. I'm your actual pick, Brady. I'm. I'm gonna take the Grizzlies. Easy there, killer. No, going with Isaac level takes here. Hey man, you you never know. Okay, think about it. You never know. Listen, no, you can guess pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I mean. Others are pretty Bella. good. They'll face yeah. the Warriors in round two. I'd forget to face the Warriors in Warriors round two, Suns round three. But it's playoff basketball. Anything can happen. My sneaky pick for the It's like March Madness. Anything can happen in postseason basketball. My really... sneaky pick for the playoffs to win it all, Golden State. I don't think that's a sneaky pick. That's not yeah. that sneaky. <laughs> Steph Curry is going to be playing the whole playoffs, so. Brady, I will say one major difference between the NBA playoffs and the freaking March Madness tournament, you don't play that team once. Oh, no. I'm completely aware of that, but still. Still, anything can happen, though. That's that's my thing, is in March Madness, there's only so much preparation you can do. You can watch film. You can do all that all you want. But you still have not played against that team, most likely to prepare for what they do. In a seven-game series, you can go in and play the first game. You go, okay, this is how they beat us. This is how we're going to fix that. 
And then you play the next game and you find something else. Okay, this is how they beat us. This is how we're going to fix it. And you can keep doing that game in and game out, which is why Tyron Lue is one of the greatest postseason coaches ever because he's so good at in-game adjustments. I don't think the players on the Grizzlies are experienced enough to do that because the only person on that roster that plays with that kind of experience is Steven Adams. Oh, I always forget the the Grizzlies don't have like a set center other than Steven Adams. I was also going to bring up the point oh, I I about, about that. About making I'm going to change my pick now. <laughs> but it's too late. I got to stick with it. That you do. What were you going to say, Clayton? I was just going to bring up like when you talk about like series adjustments, like look at what the Pistons did with Michael Jordan. Like, you know what I mean? He clobbered yeah. them twice, and then they came up with a fairly strict set of rules to beat them. And they did it, and they ran it to perfection. You could say the same thing about Cleveland 2016. Yeah. yeah. What did Cleveland do to – what did they do? Please enlighten me. We had LeBron, and then Draymond kicked him in the balls and got suspended. <laughs> yeah, so nothing. Um <laughs> We hey, made that, like, that was all just firepower to me. <laughs> it was just um, JR rebounded the ball and ran the wrong way. Oh, sorry, that, that was different. Here. Yeah, you're st- we're still going the wrong way, guys. <laughs> hey, Brady, how many rings do you have? How many? How many? Hey, man. Yeah, that's right. Shut I didn't have to get carried by LeBron. Yeah, it's still not a good argument. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to say that. I was just going to say. That's what you said last time. I was going to say something about. I was going to say something about JR Smith, and I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, that's right. Matt. It was it was it's gonna be something about J.R. Smith though. Oh, I I was gonna like individually dig at uh, co- collegiate golfer J.R. Smith. Collegiate golfer J.R. That doesn't even feel right to say to be clear. right. Like, <laughs> I want to know how he's doing. I need I need to look at this. He played really crappy at the one tournament that I heard that he did. So <laughs> I need to, I'm looking this up. I heard he played good at one tournament, though. I heard that he was like five or six people from the bottom at the one tournament he played at. Well, J.R. Smith. <laughs> Class. <laughs> Freshman. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I always forget he never... I mean, obviously, that's, that's how he's there because he still had other ability because he never went to college, but... Um, I, the the last rela- there's only like one tournament related article it appears it's linked to him. See if I can find it. But yeah, NBA playoffs should be fun. Yeah, I want to get some award predictions from you guys then. MVP we're done with the playoffs. Jokic, you yeah. have Jokic going back I to that. I there. It's. It, it's really easy to make an argument for Joel Embiid. And I and would Giannis. not be upset. It, it should be one of them. As much as I like Giannis and, like, his physicality and, like, just how fun he is to watch, like, those two earned it, man. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. And the Lakers are dog water, so LeBron obviously ain't going to get it. Speaking which, of the Lakers. Which sucks <laughs> because the man averaged 30 points per game this as a 37-year-old or whatever. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. 
no, nobody's gonna care though because of how crappy they ended up. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You get for throwing uh, money at Anthony Davis. Yeah, I I'm gonna it. agree. I I'm I'm with you guys. I think I do think it'll be Jokic. Now, I really wish Demar Demar would have been able to kick it up an extra notch so we could be in this conversation. So he could really, really crap on the Lakers for picking Westbrook over him. That's but true. It's that fine. would have been really funny, actually. I, I kind of agree with Actually, no, I don't kind of. I, I agree. I, I concur. Really picked Russell Westbrook over Buddy Heald and DeMar DeRozan. That feels bad. Um, that, that's just rough, man. Fun fact about Westbrook. I've heard Westbrook to the Indiana Pacers for Buddy Heald. I've seen that. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know. No, I saw for healed and Brogdon. That's what I saw. Russell Westbrook just needs to retire, man. Nobody wants him. That boy ain't I'm retiring. Not sure him. He has a player option worth forty-seven million dollars or something. I'm talking money. Obviously, he's not going to. I'm talking money aside. Like you've been on four teams in four years. Obviously, nobody wants you. <laughs> I mean, the Lakers won. Well, LeBron wanted him, but we all well, know how it turned out. I also find it really funny. LeBron's tweet at the end of the year: "Keep talking crap about my squad." Yeah, I will because your team sucks. Hey, deal. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell me twice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Going back on to awards, most improved. Uh, I I gotta go to the Twitter if I can look at the options here. I uh, you got John Morant, Desmond Bain, Miles Bridges. Oh, give Jordan me Jaw. Um, oh, I'm still taking Jaw. I'm taking Jaw. I was going to say either Jaw or you. I would listen to an argument for Demar Derozan. To be completely real with you, yeah, Demar Derozan. Yeah. Honestly, Darius Garland has a case too. I mean, yeah, I'd probably I probably want to win it, but he's not going to. Yeah, take one. Probably. Oh, oh. By the way, what? I feel like this is important to include. Uh, we did post oh. our polls out on social media, and for we already did MVP, but fifty. 59% did vote for Jokic, 35 MB, and 6 Giannis. And now, yeah. we're doing most improved now. Oh, wow. Okay. With a, uh, six votes. Um, it was a th- technically other one, but no one commented anybody else. So, it's a, it's a tie between Jordan Poole and John Morant, according to the, our poll here. Yeah. Does Jordan Poole really have enough pool to win it, though? No, it's probably not. Uh, like, yeah, it doesn't have enough pool to win it, though. No. It'll it'll be John there? Morant. That's that's the easy vote, and that's yeah. that's what it'll end up being. Yeah. Um, I think or I, believe- I, I didn't really get to say it beforehand, but I think Jokic wins MVP solely for the fact that his team is not good without him. He truly is the most valuable player because yeah. there are people on the Sixers team and on the Bucks team that can lead them if they need to, but there is nobody to hold that team down if Jokic is out. Yeah, yeah. because uh, Jamal Murray is still injured. I was gonna say he's still hurt. Jamal, yeah. and Michael Porter Jr., who are their next two best players. After that, you got what Will Barton and Aaron Gordon and Lago Fukudo Campazzo. Bozo's not even in the rotation anymore because I think he's got Bones suspended, Island. didn't he? No, Bones Highland took his spot. Oh, Bones, Bones Highland's a G, my guy. Bones is a dog. Bones might make an all rookie team. I forget he's a rookie. 
but at the same time, you know. All right. Um, next six men of the year. Tyler Hero. Okay. There's no argument there. Give it to Tyler Hero. <laughs> I would love yeah. my boy Kevin Love. But Don't say my boy with the you strapped on him. In my game. boy Kevin Love. This Bro, bandwagon oh. looking. <laughs> I called him out before you guys even got to it. Who so lets you talk? Hey, Kevin Love's been good this year off the bench. Yeah, but that still doesn't take away how much we've crapped on him collectively. That is true. How do you say? Both of you guys were like, we want Kevin Love gone. Just give us our money and leave. And all of a well, sudden, I Kevin Love shows up to the yard. Like, oh my god, Kevin Love! Wow! Okay, two things, a big part of this on the bench this year. Two things, Brady. Number one, you just described Isaac, not me. So don't be grooving me into that. And two, if somebody offered to trade for Kevin Love right now, no matter what it is, I would still say yes. My opinion that That's fair. That's fair, because his value's higher, well, higher right now. But, yeah, like, my opinion still hasn't changed. His contract still sucks. Yeah. That it is. just looks a little better now. Yeah. Yeah. It, that doesn't mean it's not bad, though. That's true. I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're still not wrong, but. Kevin Love really showed up to the yard and provided some semblance of value. Didn't he, like, barely play last year? Yeah, he was injured. I was going to say, like, I thought he got paid to sit the bench all year last year. He Pretty honestly sure. might get second place in six-man-of-the-year voting. He probably will. Truly. Clarkson was not nowhere near as good as he was last year. No, and the next – one of the top options other than that is Jordan Poole, and he started – 50 games this season or something like that. Here's their, oh, yeah, because so he's not even really forever. a six-man. No. Yeah. So, um, that one's pretty easy. Yeah. I think the next one we'll debate a little bit is Rookie of the Year. Gordon, the poll has Scotty Barnes taking it out. Yeah. No, no votes for Cade Cunningham. Well, yeah. it's a. I think it's a two-horse race between Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you think I agree. So? Because I, Cade Cunningham, I, there's a lot of recency bias that goes into these, and Cade Cunningham finished the season the best out of all of them. That's really, Mobley really true. He finished the worst out of the three, but that's because he was hurt and the team was hurt and that's that and the other. But Mobley was definitely the best at the beginning of the season. But then, like, Scotty Barnes was by far the most consistent. I really don't think Cade Cunningham has a chance. Also, I, I, I think it'll be Scotty. I don't think he should win. I think he should get third, I think, personally. But if you end up with any of the three winning, I don't think it's an L, to be honest. I I really think if Cade Cunningham ends up winning it, I think that that's wrong. I think he's first team all rookie material. He is not rookie of the year. Which is fair. Fair. So, is like, that, is that just because he started so bad, or yeah, like you could start bad and end decent, but like Evan, I just think that obviously, like you said, Scotty Barnes was the most consistent, but Evan Mobley started good and then was decent throughout most of the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, he never had like a terrible stretch. I'm about to say, Evan Mobley got hurt for a couple of games. But when he's in that lineup, he, he means almost everything to the Cavs lineup defensively. Yeah. I mean, he is the defensive leader other than Jared Allen. Yeah. 
which is saying something from a rookie. Mm-hmm. If Evan Mobley bulks up, he he probably will be the best player in that draft. Defensive-wise. Not offensive-wise, but defensive-wise. Maybe. I think he needs to be more confident on offense, but but that'll come with time. So He's only a rookie. Yep. But personally, yeah, I wouldn't mind giving it to Scotty. Him and Evan Mobley are kind of a toss-up to me. So, but like... For fandom sake, I would like to see Evan Mobley win it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to roll with Scotty. Of course you are, Brady. Of course you are. Um, I mean, I mean, he was the most consistent. I mean, it it's true. I mean, he's also the most dynamic of them too. Honestly, I mean, Scotty's guarding and almost playing one through five. I guess like one through four, but still. Honestly, I I I say this as, like super unbiased. I think if Jared Allen doesn't get hurt, and Evan Mobley, like there's not not as much pressure. So like, yeah, Evan Mobley did get hurt there for a while. But it would have it would have been easier for him to come back with Jared Allen still being there, and he might have been able to like pick back up quicker. Yeah, and that's and that's the recency bias part. The only reason I think Evan Mobley isn't a Sherlock is because the last three weeks of the season the team fell off. Yeah, and he and he, he just struggled because it. it was it was and just when Jared Allen wasn't moment. there. He was the sole big man defender, and that wasn't really his best role. No, I think it's that because Mobley and Allen work super well together. See, we we've all seen it. Uh, now, did, was Allen hurt when you guys went? No, we saw them both play. Yeah, they were. Both yeah, I was gonna say yeah. We've all we, then we've all seen it in person. We, we've seen it work super well. Like, like we we all know it works. It's just. Without without each other, the one may struggle, and that that's just kind of what happened well, in the second half. And in the towards the last couple of games, Mobley found his footing and played a lot better. Which I mean, yeah, the Cavs absolutely need it, especially going into uh, today. You know, or tomorrow, I guess. Definitely yep. thought it was later than eleven forty, but yep. Um. The- Speaking of defense-wise, defense play over the year? Well, that was just a god-awful segue, to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of bad. We were having a good, solid conversation, and you just go, no, let's not. It's also just not timed well. I mean... <laughs> Is well, anything... I think it's Rudy Gobert. Locking down the league again? COVID yeah. 3.0? Did you right you, you have Rudy Gobert winning Defensive Player of the Year. No, that, that was even it. I don't have yeah. Rudy Gobert winning Defensive Player of the Year. I was like, yeah, I, I can already tell you who Matt has. Though. Yeah, I probably not. <laughs> Between voters' fatigue and the team just not being as good, I don't think he can win it. Yeah, I that that was definitely a joke. I okay. would never pick a Jazz player to win any sort of award. No, he's definitely deserved it the last few years. Eh. I guess no, that wouldn't be back to bed. Didn't Gian- Giannis won it last year? So yeah, so yeah. My my point still stands. I I, w- I wouldn't be a jazz player. Of course you wouldn't, Clayton. Of course you wouldn't. 
Well, I, bro, if I if I actually thought Evan Mobley was gonna win, I would I would have picked Evan Mobley. Whatever. Plain and simple. Thank you. I real I think it's Giannis. Like, it's hard to pick. It's hard to pick against him. Like the guy can guard pretty much one through five. He's about as dynamic of a player outside of like his below average outside shooting as we've seen. So, yeah, even yeah. then has improved. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to say Giannis completely for the fact that he already has one, right? Not two. I think he just has one, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he literally won it last year, and I think it's time for a guard slash forward to finally win it and not be a big. So I think it should be one of Mikel Bridges or Marcus Smart this year. That is my personal take. I was gonna say I was gonna say something about how you uh, mentioned Mikel Bridges. Well, he's he's definitely been really good. I'm I I definitely think he's a dark horse. I agree with you. Well, and the Suns are always a top defensive team in the league, and then this year, six the entire second half of the season were one of the best defensive teams in the league, and that started with Marcus Smart for the past five years or whatever. True. I just think I think they're just gonna give it to Giannis. And they, okay. and they probably will, but yeah, I think it's time for a guard to get some recognition. I mean, yeah, I yeah, I, I I can agree. Think yeah, of I the think... guards that are in this league that they have to defend every night. I mean, nah. Right. I'm saying like, nah. like, and like, even at one point, like the best guard and coach for the chance was Ben Simmons, and even now, whenever the heck he comes back, he's probably going to be playing the four. So even then. We'll be playing the three. It do, that's not Kevin. The point. Kevin Durant will play the three. Isaac. It doesn't matter. They're not the point, it. guys. I know, but still, the point is he's not actually a guard, anyways. He's a point forward. Yeah. <laughs> that that term. Ah. It bothers you because your team doesn't have one, Brady. And your team's about to get blown up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Clay, that is true. We do not have a six ten point guard. Uh, or sorry, six eleven point guard that cannot shoot free throws. That that is correct. We have a seven foot center who cannot shoot free throws, or and cannot guard the, the perimeter. Let's not forget that. I wouldn't really say that any of our teams have a point forward, right? Not anymore. No. <laughs> Isaac, no one's no one's. On, I I didn't understand what you said. No. Your team is going to die in the off season. There's definitely a chance of that. Which. <laughs> I was gonna say the sad part is is he's like half right there. So that, that's what I was gonna bring up actually. What's the line, Braden? What do you mean? How far do they have to get for them to be like, okay, yeah, maybe we can make a few moves around the edges and keep this core together? They're probably gonna have to make the conference finals. Make yeah. the conference finals. I okay. think I think that there's an argument for that. But I think then anything less, they're gonna do something wild. But then I. Part of me is like, even if they do make the conference finals, somebody's gonna be like begging and pleading Quinn Snyder to leave Utah. And when Quinn Snyder leaves Utah, all hell's gonna break loose. Because Go Go Bear and Mitchell have already been at odds. Like over the last like ever since COVID, and you know the whole Rudy Gobert with the in the press press room thing. I was gonna say, geez, I wonder why. <laughs> ever ever since that. Uh, they're, you know, their relationship's falling off a cliff. 
and there's been less passes to from Mitchell to Gobert. Have you seen what, who passes a game? Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's actually what I'm referring to is the graphic right there. Mitchell never passes it to Gobert, which is honestly part of our offensive problem because you know Mitchell <laughs> takes eight billion shots a game. He's a seven footer. You could just throw the ball to the rim and let exactly. Like, just get over it and try to win. And, like, Mitchell was complaining about how we always blow 20-point leads when he's part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, straight up. Like, like not passing to the seven-footer in crunch time and just take, just pulling up an aimless three is part of the reason we blow these leads. Okay. Where do you think Donovan Mitchell gets traded to, then? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before yeah. you answer that, which is more likely, Gobert to Dallas or Donovan Mitchell to New York? The Nets, or not the Nets, the Knicks. Oh, uh, Gobert. Uh, Words are hard, just, I'm sorry. Gobert. I'm not talking to you. No. <laughs> Why would I be talking to you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna trade them both. All right, honestly, they could. There's a to that too. So here, here's what I'm thinking. So from a financial standpoint, I think I think Gobert to the Mavericks is more likely from a like purely from a financial standpoint. However, I doubt they'll do that, seeing as we always play the Mavericks in the playoffs because we're both absolutely freaking mid. Oh, we really don't want to have to face Rudy Gobert in the playoffs. But to actually, Gobert would probably be horrible against our team, but that is fine. And we have, I, I think we could bring back Whiteside to either start or do kind of like what Tyler Hero does for the Heat, just obviously whoa, center whoa, whoa, instead whoa, of guard. Whoa, whoa. First of all, first of all, first of all, you do not want Hassan Whiteside as a starter at the NBA. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I was getting there. You did not just compare a 25 points per game scorer off the bench. You did let me finish. Relax. To a 6.10 rebound four block out of the bench. Doesn't Tyler Hero come off off the bench and play most of the game? Yeah. That doesn't compare them. Well, no, I wasn't comparing their stats or anything. I was comparing, like, like, what they do. Tyler Hero comes off the bench. And plays most of the game. That's what I meant by. That's what I meant by that. And Nothing more. That. Don't say Tyler Hero type guy because he's. Well, not I didn't. I didn't mean Tyler Hero type guy. I meant like what, just like what he did this year. Um, but like looking at it like asset wise and all of that. I mean, Mitchell to the Knicks. The Knicks. I mean that it kind of makes sense. Asset wise, that they would do that over Gobert to the Mavericks because that is the other conference. So we'd only see him twice a year, and if somehow by God's grace we made it to the finals, that's um, happening. But okay, let me continue. I mean, they've got a bunch of young guys that like we could be interested in. I mean, we've we've got Nah, we've got Clarkson. They can at least try to fill in a void. It's gonna suck if we try Donovan Mitchell though. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be hurting for a while. But but the problem with that is 
the only way that those trades are happening is if Donovan Mitchell says, I want out, and then you guys have no leverage. Yeah, exactly. Which means the only person you get is named Julius Randle. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But, I mean, Boyan Bogdanovich is, I mean, he's like, he's our, he shouldn't be our secondary scorer. The secondary scorer should be Gobert, but it's not. Um, I mean, Royce O'Neal would be great as a bench defender who can occasionally shoot the three ball. Just not our starting power forward. Like, yeah, he's a great defensive matchup for, you know, like, playoffs and playoffs and stuff. He's like, like he's guarded LeBron and he's done, done a good job and stuff like that. Just, yeah, I don't. It's a, it's a sore subject because we have Mitchell and Gobert, and then we have Conley and O'Neal, and then we have Boyan directly in the middle of the two. Well, it's only a sore subject if you guys suck in the playoffs. Yep. I mean, we've <laughs> we've been a first second round exit since I think I genuinely think since two thousand. I think it's what the ESPN graphic was. I don't know. I was too busy trying not to fall off the treadmill. No comment. It was it was five thirty a.m. Give me a break. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you'll be fine. I promise. I know. I didn't fall off. Obviously, yeah. so. not everybody does that every day like you, Clayton. <laughs> hey. You're right. I was going to say, I'm not bashing you. <laughs> I don't do it every day. I, 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 I wouldn't want to do it. Jeez, oh. I only have four PTs and one lab left. So, anybody have anything else? Um, uh, We hit all the awards, right? We don't really need to go through any of the teams, I don't think. Not really. I mean, Monty Williams got coach of the year. Well-deserved. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I mean, I, I assumed he would. I just I just never actually saw the outfit. Like, announced. Yeah. He, I would yeah. say it was between him, the Grizzlies coach, and J.B. Bickerstaff were probably the – so. Yeah, that, that's probably a pretty fair assumption. I don't and know. I'd like so. to think that Chris Finch was fourth, but – I mean, he might have been. I mean, the T-Wolves being the seven seeds is a pretty, pretty solid we, thing. We still overachieved, so. I was going to say, he would have been a dark horse, but, like, I, I I just don't see anybody else. You, maybe J.B. Bickerstaff, but, like, Mont- Monty Williams just deserved it the most. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were the best team in the league. Let's... Yeah. All right. So, to kind of round things out, I I already gave, like, a full five-minute analysis on my team. I was probably more like three, but. All right. So, all, bo- both the other favorite teams in, in this group both made the play-in. I mean, I, I mean, uh, the T Wolves already won a seven seed. Cavs play tomorrow. Tomorrow, technically, still. Um, Isaac, I'm gonna start with you. Okay. What is one one move? One move that would that you think could get the Cavs over the hump into like the four, five, six era instead of the play in, and actually like. Give them a shot at a deep run. You would hate me for saying this. Do it. It has to be realistic. I think it is, but Clayton might not. Colin Sexton gets traded to LA. Well, 
That that's not realistic, but okay. Say, that's not really that. Yeah. But it's because LeBron already said he's not leaving LA and he is in fact essentially the GM there. Yeah. Yeah. But so if, any yeah. other moves you oh, believe are realistic? Try again. <laughs> I'm about to say if I had to think about it, I think I prefer you think about it. Common section would get deal or Okoro would get deal Okay. Well, you would get one move, and it has to be for something specific. I was going to say, we're talking about what you're bringing in, not what you're putting out. Um, I don't know. I would have, I would have to look into it. And Sexton would be a sign-in trade, wouldn't it? Isaac, just think. What's one player in the NBA that you think is close to their value that you think would improve your team? I, I think it would be a tall shooting guard. What the heck do you need tall for? I was gonna say, <laughs> dude, we start three seven footers. You start three seven footers and your shooting guard's like six six Karis Levert. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> Yo, you don't have a point. I mean, I guess it would be something off a bench. Well <laughs> Wow, we are really getting somewhere now. I don't know why you started with me. Yeah, that was a terrible idea, Brady. Because I was I was hoping you'd have something intelligent to say for once. No, we'll come back to you. I don't. Yeah, we know. Clayton. I'll into it right now just for you. Clayton. Well, good. This kind of becomes a podcast. Honestly, if you would have asked me this a year ago, I truly probably would have said move somebody, and that somebody probably would have been Isaac Okoro for Tyler Hero. Because a year ago, that would have made sense. Because Tyler Hero was having, like, a crappier season. Like, he had a little bit of a sophomore slump. Isaac Okoro's a good young defender. We probably would have had to pair a pick with it, but we could have figured it out. But now, to be honest, I don't really know. To be real, like, if our team continues to develop, I think that we have all the pieces. They just need time. Like, our team is super young. They're inexperienced. Like, this season was huge. It was a huge step forward. To be honest, maybe move just move Kevin Love so we can, like, bring in something, probably like a couple, maybe a second-round pick or something like that, just to get his contract off the books, and then we can sign somebody to an extension, bring somebody in. Who that somebody would be, I don't know. It'd probably have to be kind of like a taller Isaac Okoro, I guess, because Kevin Love's, like, our backup four. So I'd want somebody that's a little quicker but can still shoot the ball. A player that comes to mind, honestly, how well does Serge Ibaka shoot? Um, I mean, objectively speaking, not not, not as good as Kevin Love. I think. Are you talking the three ball? What? Yeah, just like outside shooting in general. He's. I don't know why he popped into my head, but he did. I would put him below Brook Lopez, but in the general vicinity. That's okay. definitely not a uh, tall and lanky defender like you were talking about. I but... know. He, he's older, obviously, but, like, I don't know. Like I said, just a taller, lankier four and getting Kevin Love's contract off the books so we can, like, throw more money at people, I think we'll be good to go. I appreciate you assisting in the crapping on Isaac for not being specific or anything and then being as vague as humanly possible. <laughs> well, like... <laughs> like that was the most useless three minutes of talking I've ever heard from you. <laughs> nah. Like I said, I I think we're pretty much well set to be. So 
potential. We just need time to develop. I'll throw something out there. Well, guys, coming back to you anyway, because, you know, they're both like the same team. I'll talk for the Cavs whenever you guys are done. So, Oh, I'll talk for the Cavs, too. I would I'll address it, too. Reading Isaac Okoro. Okor- Okoro. Okoro. Local. Yes. <laughs> and um, maybe, I don't know, maybe like a Dean Wade or a Kevin Love or like OG and Nobi. Okay. A two-way right. wing. I like that. I, I think- don't know. I just don't know what the rap because I you never know what the Raptors' plan is, so yeah. that's not necessarily unrealistic. But he seems like one of their core guys. But yeah. I like I like the build that mold kind of player. Him and wants to come back, so Sexton would be a one off the bench, and OG would be your two. Well, he wouldn't uh, even be a one. He would be he would just be the backup. I mean, he would yeah. just be a backup. He would be your Tyler Hero off the bench, which is what. Colin Sexton should drive or strive to be, and that's yeah. where he would thrive. There we go. I, I think I, I'm kind of impressed and annoyed at you at the same time right now. I'm fully impressed. That's a great call. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm completely impressed. I'm just annoyed because that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> except for I was going to pose the question: Do you do you keep OG off on the bench, or do you or do you start OG and? Play marketing off the bench to have more bench height. No, marketing is a starting player. Marketing is a starting player. Clayton, do you agree with that? I don't really think it matters that much, to be completely real. Well, talent wise, you're going to start OG. But if you really like that triplet towers look, then yeah, bring him off the bench. It's fine. Well, the bench team would be a completely different dynamic from your starters. But I'm about to say, your triplet tower, what was good? Throughout the year until they started to get injured. Yeah, it I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, you're completely right. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, no, the triplet towers stay, but you I could guess. do both. I mean, you could easily do both. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, uh, you could have. Yeah. It really would just depend on your opponent. Starting, it, they're interchangeable. Yeah, I, I definitely, I de- the Cavs are definitely. Good in the interchangeable department, like you, like you just said, because you know Karis Levert can play two, three. Um, Markin can play, could probably play the entire front court if you tried hard enough. Markin, they will never play him at center. He will oh, well, I'm sure they won't, but he will always- he, he's got he's got the height to do it, like in an absolute emergency. Yes, an emergency, yes, but. The Cavs will always play them at a 3-4. Oh, yeah. You'd be crazy not to. And they will always play them at the 3 if Dean Wade's healthy. Dean Wade. I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, that's what they did. (laughs) Freaking Dean Wade. All right. So, for the Cavs, here, in order, their goals are make the playoffs. Yep. Put up a fight in the first round. Because they're not winning it, let's be honest. But no. put up a fight in the first round. And then don't have a Knicks season next year. That's facts. Yeah. yeah. Don't fall off the face of the earth and be the poverty franchise again. I mean, that's pretty much it. But what I was going to say, Clayton, I thought it was interesting that you said Tyler Hero. Because I was going to go right next door 
and I was going to say the Cavs should get a guy like Duncan Robinson. <gasps> I was thinking about that one too. I think they would be great for them just to get a spot-up three-point shooter because they really don't have that. I mean, Darius Garland and Kevin Love are your best shooters. Well, yeah. Kevin Love is our only real, like, when I, you say spot-up three-point shooter, Kevin Love's the only one I can think of. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, Darius Garland's coming spot-up. off the dribble. Yeah. And I Colin Sexton's not going to be a spot-up shooter. He'd rather create his own shot. Mark. Yeah. Isaac, what'd you say? I would say Kevin Love will Lori marketing. Exactly, and neither of them are guards. Neither of them are super mobile guys yeah. that are going to create their shot from off-ball movement. They're both, just, they're both going to trail the play, catch the ball at the top of the key, and pull. Yeah, I don't know why, but I like completely forgot that Markin could shoot. And then I watched him play, I go, oh, wow. Yeah, that's why they brought him in to play three. Because you could shoot. I mean, I thought it was intelligent just because, just you know, they pieced together the triple towers. Well, they wanted triple towers plus someone who could shoot, and that was marking it. I mean, they had Kevin Love, but. <laughs> well, yeah. But. Not sure if your reasoning is quite right. Love's a good shooter off the bench. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I can't say anything. You got me. I thought it was going to suck. I said there was no way of marking could play the three. Prove me wrong, so. But yeah, I think I think an elite shooter for them would be the look. So it may maybe that's Buddy Healed. It honestly could be. You could trade Sexton or Okoro for Buddy Healed fairly easily. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You I throw in whichever of those two you don't want to keep, probably Okoro and maybe a second round pick. That's easy for the Pacers. Okoro's going to fit their timeline better with Halliburton. So yeah. oh, I, absolutely. Or you can uh, go Okoro and a second-round pick or a first-round pick for OG. Well, you're. I think you're going to need more than that for OG. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I think OG has like two or three years years left on his deal. So I know he signed a, like a four-year deal either yeah. before this year or two years ago. So like OG, a first and a second. I still don't know if that's enough. And maybe... Oh, and two seconds of first in Okoro. Anyways, I think that's enough for the Cavs. <laughs> yeah. Guys, not to be that guy, but can we keep her, keep her moving for sure? Yep. All right, Isaac, shut up. <laughs> that, let's that, go to your team next. What what player? Wow, stealing my hosting, but yeah. Shut up, Brady. What player would be good for you to bring in this offseason? So it's funny you say that. Because I was actually going to use pretty much the exact response that Clayton have has. Because um, we've got our point guards. We've got D'Angelo Russell. We've got Patrick Beverly. We've locked them both up for the next couple of years. Yep. We've got our wings in Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniels. We've got our spot-up shooter in Malik Beasley. And he'll actually have an offseason this year to uh, you know get in shape and stuff <laughs> instead of rotting in jail. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and we've got Jared Vanderbilt as a big, we've got Cat, and we've got Nas Reed. So, honestly, the best place for us to upgrade would be a defensive center, which sucks because I love Nas Reed to death, but he is just a, a smaller Cat 2.0, and I don't know if that's our center for the future. But I also don't know who that would be. The only names that come to mind are like the obvious Miles Turner, 
but he doesn't deserve to be sitting on the bench anywhere. No. And then Chris Boucher, but he's so skinny and lanky. He's would it would just be like a slower Jade McDaniel, so I don't even know about that. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think a wing defender I'm I guess you can kind of tell this guy's one of my favorite players, but uh like a wing defender like Mikael Bridges would be nice. To He's play not with good. a lineup like Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, him, Vanderbilt, and Cat or something like that. I'm not be terrified. Nice to have him as a defensive wing. He's a three and D guy. He can spot up and shoot. No, and he's only... also going to lock up the best defense or the best Ooh. attack player. The Ooh. only problem with that, Matt, you would have to give up a lot for him. Oh, no. The Suns aren't trading Macau. No shot. I was, I was going to say. He's not going well, anywhere. They were, well, and DeAndre Ayton wants out. That's not for certain. DeAndre Ayton just wants a big bag, and they're not necessarily willing to give it. I was going to say, you could have a monster blockbuster in there somewhere. Get Bridges and Ayton. Why would we want DeAndre Ayton? How could we possibly keep Aiton and Cat both happy? That was the point. You would have to trade. You're the. What do you mean? It was the point. You would trade Cat to try to get Bridges and Aiton. That's disgusting. Why would we do that? Why would we turn our back on our franchise player when he finally got us to the playoffs? Because <laughs> it'd be really funny for the rest of us. Yeah. Brady just wants his team not to be the poverty of the three of our teams. Oh, yep. no. No, they they were the only team in the playoffs, and they were still the poverty. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> the Cavs yeah. still didn't have a playoff series. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the Cavs have got, yeah, my, the Cavs have got a ring, was the only, No, I can't say the only one who didn't have a championship, but we were the farthest ones from the playoffs. So, no, you were definitely the best of our three teams up until this probably year. the end of the playoffs last year. <laughs> Yeah, you also didn't have a team until, like... That doesn't change anything. You can still look back at my team's history. We were only good for one season. That's because we had Jimmy Butler. And then he forced his way out because he never wanted to be in Minnesota anyways. Could have had Bam out of bio. Yeah, that that whole thing was wild. You also wasted Kevin Garnett's prime. Don't forget about that. Could you imagine, though? (laughs) Bam and Cat... For the pick that got us the Andrew Wiggins, (laughs) who then eventually got traded for D'Angelo Russell and the pick that became Jonathan Kaminga, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Or was that? Yeah, that was Kaminga. That was a Kaminga pick, yeah. Because James Wiseman was the same year as Ant, so yeah, he was the pick after. Do you imagine if we would have had three top top three, two of the top three picks? Wow, words would have been terrifying. Yep. And you know what? You still wouldn't have drafted Lamelo, so you still would have been happy. You're right. We would not have drafted Lamelo, <laughs> so you'd still be happy about it. You would have drafted like a Scotty Barnes or something. Not a Scotty Barnes. Why did I say Scotty Barnes? Uh, who was the? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Oh. <laughs> That was a really weak draft class, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But I don't know if it was really weak, but yeah, after the top three, there was a that, per the, I mean. per the draft. I mean, well, they don't look weak anymore. 
What year was that? 2020 draft class? Yeah. The, Mello's playing great. Like, he, he's blossomed into a superstar. Like, come on. So that was Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, Lomelo Ball. Patrick Williams is solid. <clears throat> Isaac Okoro, Anyeka Kongwu, Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, Denny Dia, Jalen Smith, Devin Bissell, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, love Tyrese Halliburton. Um, and Cole Anthony was 15, so. Yeah. Sadiq hey, man, was only, 19. Only the, only the best cards get picked at 15. Tyrese Maxey was 21. Brady, shut your Anyway. <laughs> Emmanuel Quickly was 25. Jaden McDaniels was 28. Freaking Desmond Bain went 30th in that draft. That's crazy. Uh, that, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. Bro, I'm looking at these Jimmy Butler trades. These are some wild trades. All right, Brady. What's well, one guy your team could bring in, Brady? That would keep everyone happy and keep everyone in Utah. Ooh. I would keep everyone in Utah. That right there's a stretch as it is. Joe Eagle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as much of the meme as that would be, that's much the only guy we have money for. I was gonna say I don't think that's uh turning the tables for anyone. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, cause but like obviously it's starting five. Conley's still got next year and the year after. Mit, we have Mitchell on, on an extension. I don't know when Boyan's contract runs out, honestly. It might be it might be this year, it's either this year or next year. After this year, after next year, the free agent. It's one of the two. I mean, we definitely need to shop in the power forward market. I'm not really sure who else out there. I mean I'm if we could somehow, some way find the money. Like obviously Julius Randall's too much. For those are bad, yeah. Well, I mean, we like we like power forwards that aren't the greatest. So honestly, I think if we re-sign everybody and do bring in Joe, I I mean Joe Ingles, it won't really get us over the hump, but that's it's probably all we'll do. So I mean, because like like we brought in Rudy Gay and Hassan Whiteside, they're both two-year deals though, so there's money eating up there. I'm pretty sure Pascal's a two or three-year deal. There's money eating up there. We have non Clarkson, so Ingles will just come back in to be a veteran mentor. I mean, I don't even know if either of them really need it at this point, but he'll just be. Well, okay, he. I don't think he, he definitely de- definitely does not have the career resume of Kyle Korver, but he'd probably play that role. The older guys sits at the end of the bench; they can shoot threes. That that is what Joe Ingles would could probably come back and be. Checks out. So bring back Joe Ingles and watch your team suffer. Got it. Yeah, that's and that. That's pretty well wraps up our uh, basketball episode. So follow Hot Take Sports on all of our social medias. You know all those. Uh, rate, subscribe, like YouTube videos, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And buy our merch for yeah. You've heard all the reasons a thousand times. So thanks for listening. Deuces. <laughs>